We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dagwood Mills with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Wow, let's pray. Father, we want to thank and bless your precious holy name for this blessed opportunity we have to be in church. Visit us this afternoon. Let your will be done. Let your kingdom come. And let your grace abound towards us, Lord. Bless our service, Lord. Bless our gathering, Lord. Let your mighty hand of blessedness stay with us and rest upon us, Lord. Thank you for the blessing of coming into your presence. I give you all the thanks. And I give you all the praise, Lord. Let your people be healed. Let your people be set free, Lord. Let there be revelation and let there be direction into the lives of your people. Thank you for this blessed opportunity. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody shouted, Amen. God bless you and take your seats. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, I have 10 minutes to preach because I have another service that's also starting in. Almost starting, so I have to preach for a short while. Next week, come earlier so we can start preaching early. Will you come early? Mm, can you come to church early? It affects the, everything else because we wait for you. You are the bosses. We can't start preaching without you. You have to wait for you to come. And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not... I I want to share with you about secrets. Secrets, you know. The closer you get to somebody, the closer you get to somebody, and the deeper your relationship is with that person, you will learn things about that person that others don't know about. How many of you know things about someone that others don't know? Yes, that, that, tells you, that tells you how close you are to that person. When you, start, when you start discovering things and knowing things, it doesn't have to be a bad thing. Sometimes we think secrets are always bad. Your mind is renewed from today. Yes. Is it, some, someone can be, somebody can be a millionaire. You wouldn't know. You didn't know who the person is. You'd be sitting next to a person, but you don't know who the person is. You actually don't know. You can't tell. You can't tell at all. You can't tell who it is. It's a secret. The person walks around ordinary. It is, okay, let me not say that. The person walks around ordinary and normal, like everything is. But when you get close to the person and you really get into the person, then you discover things that others don't know about. Others. That the common person doesn't know about. That's, that's a secret. It's not, a secret is not just that you have killed somebody and nobody knows you are the one who killed the person. No. 
forget about bad things. So, let's read our verse. Verse 2. For I determined to know you, to know, I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and being crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in my trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. Verse 5. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Verse 6, how be it? We speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught. Verse 7, this is the verse I'm looking for. We, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. That he emphasizes what he's saying, the wisdom of God in a mystery. That he says that even the hidden wisdom, even the hidden wisdom, Anything that is hidden is a secret. So God has secrets. There are secrets about God. May you discover and unlock the blessings of every divine secret. But example, the example I was giving to you to giving you earlier that when you get close to someone, the closer you get to somebody, the more you discover things about the person. And not just bad things, good things. See, there are good things about people. There are good things. So let's think good. Are we thinking about good things today? Today is a good thing thinking day. Okay? Good thing thinking. Not. So the closer you get to God, you will discover things that God can do for you that you never knew. That you've been walking around, moving around, that you didn't know, oh, God could have done this. Or God can do this. Or God has the power to do it. Or God has given me the power to do this thing. But I didn't know. That's why you have the possibility. You, you see, your life, your life is a certain way. Or your life is up to a certain point. Because of the amount of information that you have about God and about life. Let me tell you something. Anytime you see somebody who has something that you would like to have, but you don't have, it means that the person knows something you don't know. Anytime. Anytime. Anytime you see somebody. Should I say it again? You see someone with something that you would like to have but you don't have it. You don't have it, but the person has it. It means that the person knows something that you don't know. It is called a secret. The person has a secret. The person is operating in a secret. Hidden wisdom. Wisdom is how to do things. How to do things. When you see someone who is doing something, it means that the person has the wisdom for that thing. So there are some there are some things that there, 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 there are some things that are hidden on how to do it. It is hidden. Not everybody knows how to do it. It's not everybody who knows how to prosper. It's not everyone who knows how to prosper. It's not everyone who knows how to be married and stay married. It's not everybody who knows it. It's not everybody who knows how. You see, when we are doing. Um, Wedding vows. 
on your wedding day, when you are saying your vows, one of the things you will say is that I will love and I will keep him. Keep. Yeah, there's an art of keeping. Mm. Is there anybody who can keep? One day, some sisters were chatting. I don't think I was eavesdropping. I think they were trying to tell me. They were trying to get me interested. And I wasn't interested. So they, they were talking. So they ended up talking amongst themselves, even though I was there. And they said, somebody has taken somebody's husband. You know, you girls, you know your topics, yes. They're trying to get me into it, and I, and I wasn't interested. But I was standing there. I couldn't run away. So I was listening. I listened so I can use it to preach. When I'm not interested in things, I, I just get it so I can use it to preach. So as they were talking, then one, the person who was telling the story said that the, the husband, husband thief, see, yes, the husband thief had bought a Mercedes-Benz, a new Mercedes-Benz for the man. So her conclusion was that the husband thief has used a Mercedes-Benz to collect the husband who has put himself available for sale or to be stolen. People, I have to just finish quickly and go home, okay? Are you listening to my story? But then, the other one who was listening, since I wasn't listening, so the other one has to be interested in comment, said to her friend, how? Then she said to her, we are all women. We all know how to keep a man. He said, then she said, how can I be exchanged for a Mercedes-Benz? Yeah. She said, how can I sit there for a Mercedes to be brought? Then a me. You see, the one, not the one narrating the story, the other friend. She said, me. Then she said to the friend, oh, don't you agree? The friend said, yes, that's what I'm saying. How, how can our friend sit there for a Mercedes-Benz to be brought in and then her husband is taken. Like we all know what to do. To keep. She has, they have secrets. So I'll say that there are secrets they could go and share it with their husbands. Because they seem to have a secret. Because they were very, they were very confident. They said, ah, Mercedes. I think one of them even mentioned another type of car. They, if they like, they should bring it and me, I am there. He said, we all know what to do. He said, don't we know what to do? We know what to do. We know what to do. Said, Perhaps our friend is not interested. She, nah, she's not interested. But we all know what to do. I didn't ask them what it was. But it was, it was a, a hidden wisdom. A hidden wisdom. A hidden wisdom. Something that, check if your friend is sleeping, okay? Check. But I don't mind if they sleep. It will help me to end early too. Yes. I mean, I know already that my preaching is nice, so it's okay. <laughs> he did, look, there was, there was, it's like, it's like there is something you have to know how to. If you see someone growing a church, you can't grow your church. It means a person knows something that you don't know. There's a certain, the person has tapped into a certain grace, a certain grace, and flowing in that grace. 
So, when you get closer to God, when you get closer to God, you will discover one of, one of the things that would amaze you are the power secrets that God has to give to men that we can live by it. Power secrets. You see someone walking out, you, you don't even know what the person does. But the person has discovered a revelation about God. That God, when you're working with him, be like this. Everything will be okay with you. You will see when they talk about, when they talk about it, it looks simple. It looks simple, but it's a power secret. And it's a powerful weapon that is changing things. Changing things for them. Changing things for them. Jesus, Jesus wept twice, according to the scriptures. Twice. One of them was over uh, Lazarus, isn't it? Which we all know. And Jesus wept. When we ask you to quote a scripture, they say, and, and Jesus wept. Yes. But there's another one in Luke 19. Luke 19, I think, verse 42. 41, 42. 42. Is it coming? Yeah. And when he came, and when he was come near, he beheld the city and wept over it. Now, the question is, why did he cry? Look at verse 42. It says that, saying, if thou hadst known, if thou hadst known, if thou, this is what made Jesus cry. If thou hast known, even thou, at least in this thy day, the things which belong unto thy peace. But now, they are hid from thine eyes. They are secrets. When he saw people who didn't know the secrets that would change it, that would give them peace, that would give them financial peace, marital peace, academic peace, spiritual peace. I mean, they, they don't know. He looked at it and said, these people don't know. They don't know these things. He said, if you, if you had known the things that belong to your peace, but they didn't know. They were all secrets to them. They were just there. Naive of the secrets of God. Just living, just living along. Not knowing that there are some things that could have changed their lives. Because they didn't know. They, perhaps they didn't even care. Because there are things that you can do for life to be better for you. There are things that you can learn and discover. But see, it's all in God and with God. The wisdom of God is a mystery. And then he says, even the hidden mystery, the hidden wisdom, the hidden. It's a secret. There are secrets. There are secret things. And you see, most people who have done well in their work with God, that is, people have become significant. And you shall become significant. That's my constant prayer for you. You shall be significant. You will discover, if you like, if you like, check Abraham, check Isaac, study Jacob, Moses, Daniel, anybody, choose any of these significant people. You will discover that they didn't know everything. David, I mean, they didn't know everything. They didn't have everything, but they discovered some secrets and they went to the extreme with it extreme it's like they discovered this about God it's like, it's like as for God this and they went to the extreme extreme 
That's what you see, the Bible, will say, the Bible will say that. And Abraham obeyed God. It was counted unto him as righteousness. Or believed in God. Believed, obeyed. I mean, so you see that Abraham's revelation about God is that this God, if you believe in him, if you believe in him, if you believe in him, or if you obey him, things will be different for you. You see somebody, you see, you see us, it's almost like, you almost like, God, you don't really have to believe it. If he wants, he should do it. Who wants and does things? Nobody wants and does things. Everybody, any, any serious person would want people who believe in him to be with him. Who releases his blessings and his treasures to just anybody. But Abraham discovered that God, when you believe in him, Everything will be different. Everything will be different. Everything. So, ladies and gentlemen, what I'm saying to you now is that we have to go into the secrets of God. Which is, we have to draw closer to God. Closer. Closer and closer to him. Draw closer to him. The closer you get to him, the more likely he is to speak to you. Many years ago, I just have a secret. I'll share with you. In Proverbs, I will have you my quiet time. And I read Proverbs 28 and verse 20. It hasn't left me. This verse hasn't left me. I was having my quiet time. Just my private moment with God. Just reading the Bible. And I read Proverbs 28 and verse 20. It's a faithful man. That when it's like when you are you are looking for blessings, it's like when you are faithful, you'll be blessed. I've been blessed by being faithful. I have been blessed. I have been blessed by being faithful, just by being there. I, I, I can't lie to you that I've not been blessed. I have been blessed. I have been blessed. God has blessed me by being faithful, by being faithful, being faithful to his servant that he gave to me as a, as a father. I've been blessed. I've been blessed by being associated with Bishop Dag. And be faithful to him. That when he says this, I do. When he says this way, I go. When he says that way, I go. I have been blessed. I have been. Oh, I have. I have. I am cry. I'm blessed. Cry. It's not a problem. I have been blessed through this. By this. This is my personal secret. I'll be faithful. People don't understand faithfulness. People are always looking for reasons why they must eject. Why they must change this, change that, do this. Why they must not obey this. Why they must not do it. People are, it it amazes me. It amazes me why somebody would choose to be a rebel over anything and everything instead of choosing to be blessed. It amazes, it's one of, it's one of my shocks of life. Why don't people like blessings? I mean, do you like blessings? You shall be blessed then. It's one of of my surprises. I always wonder, if you are calm, faithful, if you agree on the way, you will be blessed. Don't you want to be blessed? One day, an older sister was talking to some young some new girls in, in the world. These new girls were, you know how it is, felt like they must fight for their right and fight. It's, like they're, 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 it's about husband, husband problems. And they were almost like, no, you know, we will sit down to be this. Then the older girl asked a question. 
Do you want to know the question? Are you interested in the question? Are you sure you're interested? Should I say it? Or you want to sleep? Should I say you, do I tell you what the older one asked them? The older one with a stable, I mean, she has a stable home. Her home is stable. There's no problem. Not that she's perfect or her husband is perfect, but she has a stable home. These ones are, they are, they are, they are like, they have, almost they have the rod of Moses trying to work miracles with complaints and tokens. She asked them a question. She said, she asked them, do you want to be happy or you want to be right? Yes. That's what she asked them. Do you want to be happy or want to be right? At what cost do you want to prove a point? That's my, that's, that's, that's my, that's my question to, to you, thou, O intelligent man. What price do you want to pay? To prove that you are right or to prove that I have done. At what price? Thou, O intelligent man. At what price? At what price? At what cost? Here. Here. I'll go to sleep any day when I remember this verse. I'll just cover my head and sleep. A faithful man shall abound with blessings. Just be faithful, you're okay. That's what he's telling me. But it's a secret. That's why I don't mind sharing it. I can say, but some people will not see it. But you shall see it. Amen. I can go to bed. If I remember this verse, I'll cover my head and sleep. I'll cover my head and sleep. Because it's like, it's like, say, it's like saying that you will be wet if you stand on the rain. I don't need anything to do. It's raining. Let me stand outside. I'll be wet. There's nothing to do. I don't need to fast. I don't need to jog. I don't, if it's raining, I'll be wet. If you are faithful, you'll be blessed. That's what I say. If you are faithful, you'll be blessed. If you are faithful, you'll be blessed. If you are faithful, you'll be blessed. There's another verse. Matthew 6, 33. We don't already. Sick of the kingdom of God. Sick of the kingdom of God. Sick of the kingdom of God. But seek ye first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. It will be good for you when you go home to go and read. What are those things? Because he talked about those things before he got here. They are things. But you see, how many people will put God first? God first. Last week. Last week I was reading my Bible. And I saw a verse. Can I share that verse with you? That verse is 28 28. What book is that? 28 28. Job. <laughs> 28 28. It says that, and unto man he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord, this is wisdom. I'm sure you know the beginning of wisdom. But here, he said, The fear of the Lord, this is wisdom. This, this is wisdom. The fear of the Lord. This is wisdom. It printed on my soul like that. I said, hey, Jesus, I've seen something today. He said, the fear of the Lord. This is wisdom. Two plus two is equal to what? Yes. When you see four, it means that there are two twos put together. When you see wisdom, it's the fear of somebody who fears the Lord. 
is somebody who fears the Lord. When you see somebody who fears the Lord, it's a wise person. Then he said, and to depart from evil is understanding. To walk into evil, confusion, disaster, all those problems, is a sign that you don't understand life. It's a sign. It it tells that you, you don't understand life. To walk into evil, walk into problems, walk into God. It, it just it just say, it just shows you the type of person you are dealing with. And there's somebody who talks and behaves in a way as though there is no God. The person is not wise. The fear of the Lord. This is wisdom. And to depart from evil is understanding. It's not difficult. It's not difficult to figure it out. It's not difficult at all. This is how people are blessed, though. This is how people's lives are blessed. There are secrets they have, you see, not, not just verses they know about. The verses are like secrets. They're like powers that they have embraced. They have embraced and they have held on to. And they live by it and they are guided by it. And it is changing their life. Imagine this verse. The fear of the Lord. This is wisdom. Will you not fear the Lord? Will you not fear him? Will you not fear him? And then to depart from evil, it's a reflection that you understand life. You understand life. There are some things you see. You see a grown-up, a grown-up will say, it's okay. Because he has understanding. You'll be wondering, no, it's not okay. No. To depart from evil is understanding. It's understanding. The The person knows something you don't know. That's why Jesus wept over the city and said, if you had known the things that belong to thy peace, if you had known, if you had known, if you had known, your life would have been different. If you had known, if you had known that the fear of the Lord is wisdom, you would have chosen to fear God. Yeah. Anything, anything you do, the only question you ask yourself is, where is God? What does God say about this? That is wisdom. Anything at all you do, yourself, God. Where's God? Where's God? I know what I told you before, but I watched the movie. I didn't watch it. I watched the end. I was asleep on the plane. Long flight. When I opened my eyes, the, plane, the flight was not ending. So I said, what can I do? So I said, I'm going through the movies to see what is there. I said, move. Today, I, I don't remember the name. Someone was telling me the name. They are forgotten again. The person should please tell me again. But when I saw it, I said, I can't watch it. Usually, the action, the action of movies are at the end. So I said, let me go and see where they are fighting. <laughs> where they are fighting and somebody's jumping over things. So I followed it right away. Right, about 10 minutes to the end. Then I saw this guy. He had kidnapped some young girl. He was about to do something bad to her. And the girl said to him, You can't do that. You can't. What about you? You can't do it. You can't. His response is what surprised me. He said, So far as I don't belong. I don't believe in God. 
I can do anything. So, so long as I don't believe in God, I can't do anything. Watch people who don't have fear for God. They are very dangerous people. Very, very, very dangerous people. Not people who don't go to church. I said people who don't fear God. They are very dangerous people. Watch them carefully. Watch them carefully. Watch the person carefully. No matter who the person is, what the person can work when the person is not constrained. Is it like, like uh, um, Paul said, the love, the love of Christ constraineth us. When nothing, nothing stops them. Nothing, nothing can stop. That person is a dangerous person. Let me give you reasons. I'm sure I can give you one or two. Then we go. Reasons why you must discover the secret of God. Do you want the reasons? Okay. One. Your prosperity depends on your discovery of the secret of God. The secret of God, it will turn you into a wonder. I mean, you'll be turned into a wonder. People will be amazed at who you are. They wouldn't know what is working. They wouldn't know what is working. They wouldn't know what is working and what's going on. They'll be amazed at how you have become. That's how come people will start asking, what's your secret? What's your secret? What's your secret? What they are saying is that you are doing something that we can't see. Because like, oh, everything you are doing, we're all doing it. How come? How come you, you're okay? How come you, you're okay? There's a secret. There's something else that the person is doing. Like somebody asked her, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? You see, it means that her secret is that she wants to be happy. So it's okay. There's no, there's no need in fighting for your rights. Fighting for your rights, proving the point, standing up for yourself. There's no need. I want to be happy. If I agree with you, would there be peace in this house? Then I agree. That's a secret. Your secret is I'll fight tooth and nail. Hey, I will argue to my last breath. And you are both aiming for happiness. And you are not getting happy. And you haven't said to yourself, why am I not getting happy? Your prosperity. Isaiah 45. Verse 1 says that, Thus saith the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have holden to subdue nations before him. And I will lose the loins of kings to open before him. The two levered gates and the gates shall not be shut. I will go before thee and make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gates of brass and cut in sunder the bars of iron. And I will give thee the treasures of darkness. And hidden riches of secret places that thou mayest know that I, the Lord, which called thee by, by name, am the God of Israel. The treasures of darkness. Treasures in places that you can't see, you don't even go to. There are treasures there. Hidden riches of the secret places. God says, I have it. I can give it to you. I can give it to you. When you are getting close to God, be looking for his secrets. 
you see, it would, it would, it would, it would intensify your pursuit of God and your relationship with Him. It would change how you read your Bible. It would change how you pray. It would change how you see. Because when you you you'll be looking, what is there? What can I find today? Today, what can I find? What can I discover? Is there anything special that I can see? Number two. The second secret, the second reason why myself says is that the secret of God is given to the righteous and to his prophets. Proverbs 3.32 For the fraud is abomination to the Lord, but his secret is with the righteous. May God choose you and show you his secrets. But you see, you will see, you will see how you would have to adjust your relationship with him. You have to adjust your relationship with him. So that you can discover the righteous. You can discover the secrets as a righteous person. As a righteous person. And then finally. Before we find out, let's read Amos 3.7. Amos 3.7 says that surely the Lord God will do nothing. But he revealeth his secret unto his servants, the prophets. Yeah. When you are serving God, you discover his secrets. You share his secrets with you. Do you give your secrets to everybody? No. Give it to those who will use it and use it well. As you serve God, if you decide to serve God, and I'm going to serve God, I'm going to work for him, I'm going to be there for him, I'm going to do what, I'm going to be a servant of God. He also begins to give you his secrets. So you can do his work well, and you can do well. He gives you, he gives you secrets. He shows you secrets. <laughs> finally, finally, finally. Finally, finally. There's a final one. Are you ready for the final one? The secret of God is given as special seasons of your life. Special seasons. Job 29. As Job 29 say. Moreover, Job continued his parable and said, Oh, that I were in the months past, as in the days when God preserved me, when his candle shined upon my head, and when by his light I walked through darkness. By the light of God, you shall walk through darkness. As I was in the days of my youth, when the secret of God was upon my tabernacle. There's a season in your life when God shows you secrets to use as foundations to build on and to work on. So by the time you've advanced, like, like this one, he said he discovered the secrets in his youth. In his younger days, God showed him certain things. So that as he's building his life, he's built upon secrets he had learned as a young person. Secrets in that season. There's a season when you see the secrets of God. 
on what to do. Never depart. You see, never depart from good virtues that have been given to you as a young person. Never, never shy away from it. Never shy away from it. Never ever shy away from it. You see, one day I was counseling someone. And when I said something, you see, that day the person, oh, my eyes opened from, from her comment. She said, she said, I sound like an African man. Then I realized that my Africanness, my Africanness can be found in the scriptures. Without knowing, without knowing the way I have been brought up because I'm an African. African, I am. West African. The West. But that statement that she made was like a revelation to me. Because the council was, I had not thought of Africa or anything. I was just, I was just talking like a Christian brother, advising uh, a Christian sister. That will be like this, do this. And she said, what I'm saying sounds like an African. So I said, therefore, there must be some African ways. Not all of the African ways. There must be some African ways that are compliant with scriptures. I said, just from what you have said. Because I was thinking, I was thinking scripture. You were thinking Africa. You were thinking continents. What I was thinking in Bible. Sometimes you're upbringing. Don't be in a hurry to, don't be in a hurry to wash away some of the things you learned as a young person to adopt evil spirits and evil things. Don't be in a hurry to get rid of it. Don't be in a hurry. Some of you, have, you see, some of you maybe you forgot, but you've been brought up to have respect for authority. Authority, parents, pastor. I mean, you've been brought up that way. Even to say please, to say sorry. You see, it's all, it's all structured into your soul. But I can show you scriptures that says that when you honor those in authority, you'll be blessed. Instead of adopting another style that has no regard for authority. No regard whatsoever. And there are cases with that. Rather stay with your sorry. Yes, please. Thank you, please. No, thank you. Please, can I go to the toilet? Please, can I go? Rather stick with that than a rebellious attitude that will say, don't mind them. Don't mind these oldies. That's an evil spirit. A secret. I gave him a most good things are learned early in life. Early. Early. Let's keep that if you seek wisdom early, you find. You seek wisdom, secrets, how to find. You find them early. Very early. You find it. If you throw it away, that's it. Read your Bible, pray every day. I learned it early. Yeah, I learned it early. Read your Bible, pray that it is God. It is God who can answer. I learned it early. I didn't learn it in the midst of my years. Very early. The things, the good things you learned early. You have to stay with it. You know, let me conclude in telling you that. Ephesians chapter 1. 
Ephesians chapter 1. Verse 15. Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. And then this is a prayer topic. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Revelation. Revelation is discovering secrets. Pray. Pray for the spirit of revelation. Let this, Ephesians 1.17, be your prayer. Be your prayer from today. Let it be something that you pray. This one. The spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation. That you will see. Revelation to be revealed, it means that it it is hidden and then it is peeled off. Have you seen how your, what do you call that thing that the bank sends you that you have to scratch? Your pen. When it comes, it's hidden, isn't it? You have to scratch, 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 scratch. And then the numbers begin to appear. Yes, that's revelation. When you scratch that thing off, then it reveals a number. When you look at it, you can, you can never guess. You can never guess what is behind it, what numbers are there. You can't guess. You can say, oh, 7032. No, 3207. No, you can't guess. When you reveal, when you scratch it, say, oh, when you have the spirit of revelation, begin to see things, know things, and understand things. Pray for it. Pray for it. Pray for it. Pray for God to give you victory secrets. Pray for it. Pray for it. I personally believe you don't need a lot. You will discover in your life. You discover in your life. Read about great men. Read, listen to them carefully when they are telling their testimony. You see, don't just say, oh, uh, 1950 days, God appeared to me here. 1950 days, 1960 days, and that was it. Three experiences finished. How many times did God appear to Abraham? How many times did God appear to Moses? How many times did God appear to Jacob? It's not a lot of times. The few experiences that they had, what a difference. What a difference. What a difference. Begin to pray for the spirit of revelation. And you will discover when God begins to speak. There are few things. Just um, when you get it, embrace it, and begin to begin to live by live by it, live by it. That's how people have become significant, and people have become strong in the faith. Live by what you have learned. Otherwise, you'll be a fool, and a byword. But you shall never be a fool, yeah. and you never be a byword. Yeah. And if you have become already, God shall give you grace to recover. Every fool is recovering. Every twat is recovering. I don't know why you are saying amen. Is it you? I don't know. But well, I mean, you can say amen in, as a covering for yourself. <laughs> so you never become a twat and a fool. Yeah. My prayer for you is that you shall be significant. That you shall do well. That his grace shall keep you. And you shall do well. In Jesus' name.
Stand to your feet. Let us pray. Thank you for your claps. Let's pray. Close your eyes, bow your heads. Father, we thank you. Father, I pray and ask, Lord, that your precious ones shall walk in your great secrets that shall transform their lives and bless their lives. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for miracles of revelation, Lord. Give them secrets, Lord, to guide their Christian life, to make them better Christians, stronger Christians, deeper Christians, more disciplined Christians. Father, let them have those precious, precious revelations, Lord, that shall cause them to prosper and excel in this life. Thank you for that blessing. Lord, I pray, I pray, I pray that blessing upon their lives that they shall be significant by revelation and by your secrets. Let them love you. Let them know you. Let them see you, Lord. Those that have not seen you, Lord, open their blind eyes. Let them see you, oh God, that they may become significant in your house. Thank you for your great blessing. While every eye is closed and every head is bowed, I want to pray for you as well. Probably somebody invited you to church. Maybe you've been coming to church, but deep in your heart, you're far from God. You don't have Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you're to die today, tomorrow, you're not sure whether it'll be heaven or hell. Today, while every eye is closed and every head is bowed, you want to say, you want to say Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. I want to surrender my life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. If you're here like that, I want to just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. Wherever you are, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I want Jesus in my life. I want Jesus in my life. All the way at the back, I can see you. Just your right hand. You are choosing Jesus. You are choosing forgiveness of sins. You are choosing the blood to wash your sins away. Nothing can wash your sins but the blood of Jesus. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. Just your right hand. Just your right hand. God bless you. I can see all your hands. If you have your hand lifted up, I want you to come to me right here in the front. Come out of your seats. Come. Come. Come from wherever you are. Come. You lifted up your hand. Come. Come. Come quickly. Come quickly.
close your eyes and let's say this prayer together. Say with me, say, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for Jesus Christ who was crucified, shed his blood for my sins, buried, and rose up on the third day. Say, Heavenly Father, please wash me with the precious blood of Jesus. Please write my name in the book of life. Say, Lord Jesus. Say it again. Say, Lord Jesus. Please come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. From today, I'll serve you. I'll live for you. I will obey you. Say, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for accepting me and making me a child of yours. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing and for your mercies. In Jesus' name. Now say, Satan, I belong to Jesus. I am born again. I am bought with the blood. I will no longer serve you. I belong to Jesus. I bind you. Satan, I bind you. And I cast you out of my life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Shout it out again. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let me hear your best. Amen. God bless you.